everybody. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily, continuing this uh, shortened week here with more corporate updates for your Tuesday late morning, early afternoon. Happy to welcome in Zach Flood of Kennerland Minerals, trading on the Venture Exchange with KLD and also on the OTCQX with KLDCF. Uh, Zach, welcome back into the podcast. So we've got a lot to kind of cover here. As you put out a news release uh, about two weeks ago discussing your overarching exploration strategy for Kennerland. And it is a long one. In fact, I don't know how you are going to do it. I think we need to uh, find a couple more Zacks. But, <laughs> you know, let's get a let's let's get a, you know, a general sense of it's going to be a busy, busy year for you and the team here. Yeah, it's um, definitely busy. We're, we're drilling on four different projects this year, and there's about 11 active projects in total. That's everything from really greenfields exploration kind of first pass all the way through to advanced stage exploration like we have at the Renault Discovery where where we're putting a significant number of meters in so and everything in between so it's uh it's definitely a busy year from winter to summer back into the you know fall and winter again and this is probably going to continue into into next year as well with the same same level of exploration so it's uh it's good to be busy though we've got about 33 million dollars worth of exploration that we're carrying out about 29 of that's funded by partners. Um, so, so that's, I'd say pretty significant, um, in itself. And we're operating again, most of that, and that, that allows us to generate some revenue through management fees as well. So the company's doing really well. We've got about 18 million cash in the treasury and, um, yeah. So I think we're, we're good for the near term and the medium term. Okay. Well, and, uh, hopefully we'll, we'll make some more discoveries. Uh, Zach, let's start with uh, that uh, Renault Gold discovery at the Frotet project there in Quebec, which is uh, under joint venture with Sumitomo. I mean, this really—I guess if you could say maybe a flagship of the company—I think that's you can you could make that argument here. But let's talk about uh, where you're going now. That that winter drill program is done. You you drilled more than thirteen thousand meters and fifteen holes. Uh, talk about when we start seeing those results and then how is this setting up for the strategy at uh, Frotet into the summer? Yeah, so we did complete just over 13,000 meters. It was a lot less than we had expected. But as I mentioned last time I was on the podcast, it was a it was pretty slow, pretty warm winter in terms of uh, ice building. And a lot of that drilling was on on the lake, on the frozen lake. So um, that was cut short a little bit, but, uh, regardless, yeah, we did, uh, it was a pretty serious drill program in terms of the exploration strategy. There some really big step outs, some super deep holes. Um, we're starting to see quite a, quite a number of, uh, assays come in. I think we'll be reporting on that. Um, maybe even this week or, or I'd say that latest, uh, next week, but probably this week about half of the assays. And then, um, probably give it another month or two and then we'll see the rest of the results come out and um, planning for the summer program has already begun. Uh, that's going to be, you know, more land-based drilling uh, as well as some additional surface work. We're doing a lot of detailed lake sediment sampling and, and more till sampling around the Renault area to look for kind of more regional targets. Uh, and also we'll be carrying out about 10,000 meters of diamond drilling in the summer too. So really looking forward to that. So, you know, if, what do you want to accomplish here? 
at uh, at Froted by the end of the by the end of this drill program? I mean, what does success look like for you and your shareholders? So the the winter drill program success would be defined by you know the discovery of more veins that that we were aiming for with some of the deeper drilling, um, connecting the dots on on some of the existing vein discoveries where we had big gaps in drilling. Um, <clears throat> proving up you know size and continuity on on the structures and and additional structures for for that kind of blue sky so i think that i think that uh you know um success would be demonstrating scale and continuity as we've been doing with every every drill program there and then the summer program is going to be um you know focused uh on larger exploration as well not so much infill drilling but testing you know, some, some new ideas, um, uh, down the road on that one too. So again, I think like in general, we're, we're in exploration, kind of an exploration mindset as opposed to resource definition, Mm -hmm. but this feels like, you know, kind of, uh, we're, we're going to be shifting towards more resource definition in the near future. So maybe after the summer program, you know, the next winter program might be looking at more, you know, tighter space drilling or infill drilling on, on, on some of the veins there. So, um, so no, this is uh, an exciting kind of push to, to see how big we can grow the footprint at Renault. All right. Uh, let's go over to Alaska at the Tana Cross project. Cause you also put out news there recently, uh, highlighting that exploration uh, campaign for 2023. That includes 4,500 meters of diamond drilling uh, there. This is uh, another project that you've got an earn-in agreement with Antofagasta Minerals here in Alaska. It's kind of, it's strange for me to think of Antofagasta operating in Alaska, but I guess I'm just going to have to get used to it. Um, Talk about this program and really what you're going after in this summer. So last summer we was the first season that we really worked with Anafagasta on the Tanacross project and worked together with them on the Tanacross project. And we did a, a large amount of um, detailed geophysics, detailed geochem, additional geological surveys like mapping and, and some relogging of, of drill core as well. Um, this summer is going to be really testing new new concepts, new ideas, and new targets. So stepping out on on um, some of the target areas that are that have no mineralization like East Taurus and West Taurus, um, but also targeting some areas that uh, have had no previous drilling like South Taurus. Um, so it's a, you know, it's a big known porphyry system up there with a big footprint. And, um, you know, I think this is looking like it's, it's, it's pretty uh, aggressive in terms of, in terms of testing new ideas. So again, not, not looking to kind of redrill old targets, um, really kind of step back and, and form some new ideas and test some new concepts there. So we've got about 4,500 meters of drilling scheduled to commence in, uh, next month. So yeah, that'll be, that'll be fun. And Anapagasa has worked in Alaska before, actually. They, uh, I think they're on this, it's called the San, San Jose project out in the Aleutian Islands. Uh, that was a number of years ago, but I remember that. Okay. Very good. Um, th- so you mentioned you were drilling four projects uh, this year or this summer. Uh, what are the other two that were that I haven't asked you about here? Yeah. So the Shabistawan project, um, the, the uh, 
earn an agreement we have with Newmont that's in the northern Abitibi. So the last few years has been focused from screening that very large scale project, about 180,000 hectares down to one priority target area called uh, the Two Moose Lake. And last year we did detailed magnetics and IP, came up with some uh, drill targets and um, and and we have since gone out and then drilled those. And so we're waiting on final assays from that. So I think we should be reporting on that program in the next, I'd say two to three weeks probably. Um, and then the other drill program we're carrying out right now is uh, up on the Rupert project for Lyft. So Lyft, we own uh, about a million shares in still, so big equity holders there. And we have a 2% royalty on all that ground up in James Bay. So while we don't have direct project interest, it's still, you know, it's it's still really important for us and, and can definitely move the needle if, if, a, if a, say, a lithium-bearing pegmatite discovery is made. Um, we've done it and we've been operators on that project for the last couple of years and we've carried out a huge amount of greenfields exploration um, and we've defined a number of, um, of, of geochemical targets and, and we are and will be continuing to drill test those throughout the summer. So that's uh, another one to keep an eye out for. Uh, Zach, let's, you know, with this expansive project portfolio you have here, you know, you, you have a lot of these projects in, in, in gold exploration, you have a, a lot of other projects in base metals, critical metals, battery metals, however you want to kind of classify that. And just a general question here. Is there, is there difficulty kind of explaining Kennerland as a basket full of diversified metal properties, or are you maybe being pigeonholed as just a gold exploration company? Uh, you know, I think that's a good question. We're sort of commodity agnostic, although I'd say generally it trends from gold to copper and nickel, you know, and lithium and rare earths kind of on the back end. We do have some exposure to those 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 types of critical uh, metals as well. Um, it's really just, I think, mainly our exploration strategy that guides us into areas that we think discoveries can be made um, regardless of what the commodity is. You know, we're, we're in Manitoba because there's a lot of cover there and we think that there's an opportunity to make new nickel discoveries. We're in Ontario and Quebec because you have these big greenstone belts that are covered with till and there's a lot of opportunity to make gold discoveries there. Um, Alaska, of course, we saw a, a really amazing opportunity a long time ago when we entered there on the Tanacross project for copper uh, with the with the Taurus copper porphyry system. So, I mean, really, we're 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 focused on on creating value through making real mineral discoveries. And regardless of the commodity, I think, you know, I think uh, if you make a serious economic discovery of any type of metal, it's, it's going to, it's going to move the needle. So um, yeah, no, I think, I think in general, we started the company as, as, as mainly focused on gold and copper. And now we've branched out more so into nickel and, and other critical elements. Definitely. As you see demand to increase for those, I, I think it would be, um, you know, I think it's wise to kind of follow the trends. Sometimes that's where the money, that's where the money goes. And, and we, we do a lot of accretive deals with other junior exploration companies. So, um, if they're looking for those metals and we should be looking for them as well. Yeah. And I know you do, you do a number of, 
you know, earning JVs with major miners, obviously, uh, and you've been doing that in the gold space as well. So, I mean, that helps kind of help prioritize some of your your time and the direction you give these projects. But general sense, how do you prioritize which project gets more of your time as opposed to maybe less of the team's time? I mean, we we allocate our time uh, to what the project needs at, at, at any given stage. I mean, obviously projects that are in more advanced exploration like Renault, we've added more capacity on the project level for for detailed technical analysis or project management. Um, some projects are very early stage and we're just designing kind of a first pass till sampling program and it doesn't take a lot of technical thought to do that. So it uh, requires less of our time, but uh, I, I wouldn't say we're, you know, biased towards one project or the other. We're just out there doing as a quality of work as we can on on all these projects. And um, I'd say most of our partners are are quite happy with the work we're doing. And we've got a good system here at Counterland, and there's good structure. It's it's a really clean organization, and and we're we're well organized to 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 carry out what we have on our plate. I think you know, obviously, there'd be an issue if we start piling on more and more projects and and we didn't have the bandwidth to do that so that's always something to be cognizant of and and um but i think we're we're managing that quite well in terms of uh human resources and and uh feels like this is a, a pretty good level in terms of the size of organization and the size of budgets and as long as we can kind of maintain this amount of uh of exploration year after year and keep moving these projects through the exploration pipeline i mean you know you're really to make a, a a huge amount of to create a huge amount of value you really only need one or you know one or maybe two serious economic discoveries and um i'd argue we already have one and with the renault discovery there uh, that we hold 20 percent of which which can definitely be a huge amount of uh, of value even with minority interest but we're we're chasing after that you know second and third discovery as well so, um, you know, moving these, these, these projects through the pipeline, drill testing new concepts every year, maybe two or three projects get drilled um, for the first time every year and, and more projects are added to the beginning of the pipeline because a lot of the projects are going to drill, you know, and they're not going to hit an economic discovery and, and you might need to move past that. So that's, mm-hmm. that's something I think that's unique with Kennerland is we're not necessarily married to one project or the other. We're really going out there to, to screen ground, come up with new targets, new ideas, test those, and it either you know makes a cut or it doesn't. And uh, you always got to have kind of more more in the pipeline. Drill and kill it if you had to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Zach, good to connect with you once again. Uh, be safe out there. Best yeah, of you luck. Too. And um, you know, we look forward to getting more updates here. It sounds like uh, asset results from Frotet are coming down the pipeline. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, I'm sure we'll be speaking again in the near future. Thanks a lot, Trevor. Appreciate it. That's Zach Flood, CEO of Kennerland Minerals, trading on the Venture Exchange with KLD and also on the OTCQX. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.